So each of them get 30 seconds to bring a little word and connect it with, with God. We're going to connect it. So I think that's pretty much the rules. So who's up first? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, hang on. Okay, um, so like these rubber bands, they hold our hair together. Just like reading the Bible holds all our business together. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, just like this though, it can stretch. And the further away you get from God, the closer you are to breaking. So like this rubber band, the further you drift, the more you can break. And ka-ching, I am done, Mike. Okay, ready, set, go. All right, see this, see this string? It's like my life when I didn't know God. I was a mess. I was all tangled up. And then Jesus came and he changed my life for good. Someone said, hey, Claire, come to church with me. And I said, okay, I'll accept this invitation. And then now my life, my lifespan is increased because I know Jesus. And there's, no, there's not much tangles, but there's still, there's still some tangles in that because I'm not perfect. But Jesus goes, twink. I made you whole and mine's over. Okay, a cone. So cones are very helpful, right? Especially in sporting environments. They guard where the track is or the field is, right? And the Bible is a guardrail for our life. We go... Play in this zone and you will have fun. Stay in this compartment and things will work good for you. If you venture outside of that guardrail of the Word of God, of God's plan, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to get yourself, you're going to be in a position that's useless. So when you're in sport, you've got to stay in the zone. You've got to be in your lane. You've got to be in the zone for you. So there you go. All right, sweet. Do you want one more round of us or finish it there? All right, one more round. Go ahead. So see this cup? This cup is like my life, right? It's empty, all right? It's empty, bro. All right. So when I read my Bible, when I spend time in the Word, when I spend time worshiping to Jesus, hallelujah, I'm filling up my cup. And guess what? It ain't stopping at the brim. It's Okay. 
See this spoon, right? So I'm, okay, so Chloe's actually a baby, right? And so she never comes to you. She never comes to church. And so when she comes, she gets a little bit of a spoon feed of the Word of God. She gets a little bit more next Sunday. But guess what? This spoon, I say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You're out of my life because I am mature because I come to youth and I read my Bible at home. I know I'm no teaspoon. I'm a ladle. I'm no teaspoon. this one. I got a ball. See a ball, right? That's its normal shape, like planet earth. But I can crush the ball, dent it, out of joint it, but it goes back to its proper shape. Can I tell you, life wants to crush you. Life wants to bend you out of shape, offend you, annoy you, bring pain to you. But a Christian goes, you know what? You don't determine my shape. God determines my shape. So I'm going to let go of the offense. I'm going to let go of the pain and bounce back to the position that God wants me in. Happy, enjoying life. Fantastic. All right. That was something different for you all. Thank you, Erica. Let's give Erica a thank you for her items. So now tomorrow you'll be eating breakfast and the word you'll be like, oh, I see God in my cereal. I see God in my in my underdraw, whatever you'll be, you'll be seeing, you'll be seeing Bible everywhere. Oh, you'll be, you'll be uh, doing the dishes. Oh, I see God in this, this soap. But that's beside the point. So can we all stand up and give a big clap to Flynn as he comes to share for us for the first time? Woohoo! Hello, everyone. As you all know me, uh, Flynn. Uh, but those who don't know me. I, I'm reading, I would love to share my word on the book of Exodus, um, chapter 3. And so, it's uh, the Moses and the burning bush. And so, here's the thing, I'll, I'll cut it short. Um, so, first off, so Moses is chilling, and he's like leading a flock of sheep, and like, okay. So, you, you're chilling, and you see like... He sees a burning bush, and he's like, what's happening? Like, this burning bush is just burning, and it's not going out. And, and, and he's like, okay, what's happening? And so God sees that Moses is approaching, and, you know, God says, Moses, Moses. And... Moses says, okay, here I am. But then God booms. God then booms. Do not come any closer. Take off your sandals. For where you are standing is holy ground. Um, and then he says, I am the God that, you know, I am the God of your father kind of stuff. And so... Moving on to uh, chapter 4, Moses, like, okay, Uh, throughout chapter 3, God says, you know, hey, Moses, like, I need your help. There's Israelites um, that that they've been trapped, uh, they're they're enslaved by the Egyptians. And so, uh, 
Moses has, you know, like second-guessed himself. And my main message here is about self-doubt and, you know, like low self-esteem. And, okay, moving on to chapter 4, Moses answered, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say the Lord did not appear to you? The Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? Staff. He, he then, the Lord had said, throw it on the ground. So then Moses, he's like, all right, throw it on the ground. And then what happened is that that staff turned to a snake. And then, he, and then he's like, so then Moses was like, oh, heck no, I'm out of here. And then, because, I mean, who wouldn't? Um, Yeah, so God, you know, said, uh, all right, boy, just grab, grab the snake's tail. And so as he did it, it turns into a staff. Then the Lord said to him, oh, reach, you know, reach out your hand and grab it by the tail. So then Moses, you know, did his thing, <laughs> um, then turned it into a staff in his hand. So that they may believe the Lord, the God of a lot of people. Um, <laughs> um, okay. And then there's like icky bicky stuff like uh, put your hand inside of a cloak and, you know, turns very yucky and then put it back in. And yeah. So my main, uh, my main message here is that uh, when Moses... Ex- like ex- exclaimed that I just I'm just not good enough for this. Like I, I, I I'm not perfect for this. Like and then obs- observation uh, that that I made in high school. Wait, wait, who's here? Who's here in the high school? Okay, good good no- good number amount of people. So there's there's a lot of people that I I see on like you know the MatPat test and they say oh, like. I've just like this this test. I'm just not good enough for it, man. Like, I, I don't know. It, it looks a little too complicated. Not my forte. But the reason for that is, well, when when you have that self doubt, there's something that has uh, that has like kind of trapped you into that. Could it could be literally anything in your life. Like, like I don't know, uh, like trying something new, and you try it for the first time, and you go, "Damn, like I sucked at that." But another obs- observation is that I've made throughout, you know, playing my music is to be great at something, you gotta suck at it first, kind of thing. So, yeah, I. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. That's, I think that's all I have. (laughs) 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 But one thing, uh, I have to finish on a finishing prayer, and then we'll get Amy to rock up. Um, So, Lord, I pray that you break chains, that you mend broken hearts. I pray, Lord, 
that you encourage friends to pursue people that struggle with self-doubt, low self-esteem, poor mental health. Lord, I pray that the cold can be bold. Amen. Amy, come up. Fully. Oh. Oh, Amy. Amy. Doctor said to the patient. That was a funny joke, Scarlett. Ha ha. Oh, wow. That, that's so cool. Okay, so most of you know me, but those who don't, Amy's spelt like that. My name is Amy. And, yeah, yeah. Shh. Look at you, Josh. <laughs> joking, joking. Um, bear with me because I had, like, a week to write this and I am a procrast- procrastinator, so it's, I kind of, like, half copyrighted, half, like, someone else's message, but no one knows, so they won't know. They won't know. They won't know. It's fine. Okay, so who was here for Youth Alive last year, 2021? Okay, that's a couple of people, couple of people. <laughs> last year too, yeah. Okay, who remembers the amazing pastor? I called him Blake Lively the other day, so <laughs> Blake Young. Who remembers Blake Young? Yep. Does anyone remember his message that he preached? Does anyone know? Do you remember? Can someone tell me? Does anyone remember? No? Okay. Let me remind you. I'll set the scene for you. Exodus 33, 8 to 11. It, so we're setting the scene. Moses is at his camp with his people, trying to, we're in, I forgot where the place was actually. There's somewhere in the desert, I'm guessing. I had pictures, but I forgot to put them up. So you're just going to have to really use your imagination here. So um, first of all, that we see that this was a common practice for Moses, what he did. So this is like a key point, is <laughs> angles, angles. It's really... Um, so a common practice for Moses was that he would take his tent of meeting out to a distant place and he would go into the tent of meeting to meet with God and just talk face to face as friends. Okay, so one day Moses was walking out to go on his 
usual walk out, do tenter meeting, praying, whatever, talk to his mate, Jesus, what up? And um, everyone decided to follow him. The people that he had led um, got up, followed him, because it was just common practice, everyone did it, right? Everyone who wanted to make a request for the Lord would follow and they would do the same as him. They'd set up his tent outside of the camp and do the same. Anyways, bear with me. Um, Okay, so we can see that everyone who wanted to make a request to God would go out and then it wasn't just like a couple of people that were like, oh yeah, this would be a cool treat, let's go, woohoo, yay. It was the people that, it says that everyone wanted to go to make a request to the Lord. Like, think about how powerful that is in itself of everyone that just Moses was leading. And so they all go out, they go to this place, and now Moses is in his tent and he's talking to the Lord. And this, just one day, this cloud of smoke or this pillar of smoke, it says, comes out of nowhere and comes down to the ground. And Moses exits his tent and bows down to the cloud of smoke and speaks to the Lord. Now, everyone around him at their own tents exit their tent and they're standing at the entrance, bowing down at their own tents, praising the God because that was what his practice and they believed that the cloud of smoke was God. So they practiced what Moses did every other time and this time they copied what Moses did um, specifically. So... This might take a while. Hold on. Okay, so Moses spoke to the Lord. He was speaking to him one-on-one, face-to-face, as a friend would to a friend. And basically, I'm not sure what they were talking about at the time, but it was just... if Imagine if you were in prayer in your bedroom, you've got your worship music on, you're chilling out, and then you just speak to, like, me and Shell just have a casual com- conversation. Hey, Shell, how you? Pretty good. Yeah? How are you? How's, it? How's, how's your week? Pretty bad. Oh, well, I feel for you. I'm going to pray for you right now. So we just have a casual conversation and we're just chilling out. It's not, it's not like, oh, my God, this amazing God came down. It was booming. It was intimidating. I was scared. This was huge voice. It was just a friend to a friend, face-to-face, calm. Anyways, Moses is talking to the Lord and he says, "Um, how am I going to get the people to follow me to the kingdom of God? And God is like, well, I will be with you. And Moses is like, but how do do I know? You have told me many times before that you have trusted me, that that I have obeyed you, and that you call me your child of God. And God says to him that tell the people that, I will be with you every step of the way, basically, and I will guide you to the kingdom of God. So Moses goes that day and leaves the tent. And I don't know if anyone remembers, but the main message of Blake Young, Pastor Blake Young's um, preaching message in last, like nearly a year ago, was that the per- his assistant that day, Joseph, the son of Nun, would not leave the tent after 
he stayed in the tent because he wanted to stay with God and he wanted to keep talking to him. So what I'm trying to say here today was that God said that he would be with you every step of the way to Moses. But he was also in the tent and that was Joseph staying there trying to be with him in prayer. 